Welcome to Conversations on Life, Work, and Love, hosted by coaches Bonnie Blackstone and Ramey Gibbs. Our focus is to give voices to Gen X women and help them achieve a well-lived life. Good afternoon, Ramey. How are you today? Doing all right, Bonnie. We're both in um, somewhere where it's cooler than we're used to. Well, I guess it's not actually cooler for you because you're in no. Las Vegas right well, now. It's actually, yeah, warmer than I'm used to. But yeah, we were talking off air about the cold front that's come in. Um, Seattle, the day we left, was freezing. There was, you know, frost on the windows. And oh, wow. Bring all the plants in. And, you know, we flew out to Las Vegas. It's about 60 today, and, and they're freezing. But uh, to us, it's toasty. <laughs> yeah. And so, and we had a, I guess at 40 degrees, it was 92 yesterday and it's 52 today. So that's a, a huge span there. So. Insane. But, Not we really. love it. I'm like, for cold. <laughs> yeah. You're like, <laughs> it just doesn't stay. Yeah, unfortunately, it'll probably be 90 later in the week, but you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. That, that's how it is in Las Vegas. You know, you, you gear up for that three weeks of winter and then that's about it. Yep. <laughs> it's terrible. Whereas in the Northwest, it could be anywhere from a few months to six months. Um, I remember growing up or even when my kids were little having snow on the ground at Easter. Sure. Yeah. I, I remember that as a little kid. Yeah. Over in, it. in Illinois, but yeah. Mm-hmm. And here, here it's, it's too hot. I mean, because we'll get to uh, literally maybe three days out of the whole winter that's mm-hmm. cold enough to have a fire. So yeah. I don't like that either. <laughs> Pull out your, your furry boots for nothing. <laughs> it's there. That doesn't even happen. Most years don't even need a coat. So maybe a yeah. sweater, but yeah. 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 Anyway. Uh, anyway. Yeah. So here we are. Third episode. Is this our third or fourth? Anyway, we're in season two. Does we are in season that? two. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Can you um, think about that? A year ago, we were talking about this concept of having a podcast. Yes, it's um, I can't believe it's been nearly a year. And I'm just going to shout out some some gratitude for it. And I, I feel like I've grown so much as not only an entrepreneur, but just as a person from oh, yeah. our experience in this. It's just been fantastic. So I agree. Fantastic. We've met so many interesting people and yeah heard lots of good stories and it's definitely been it's been fun I think absolutely fun I really enjoy it so yeah I'm glad we decided to do it it's good stuff thank you to our 12 listeners out there spread the word (laughs) yes spread the word please (laughs) yes please yes please anyway we are talking today about something um that Ramey in particular is working on both personally and through her business and so I'm going to hand it over to her for a minute. And Ramey, what, what's going on? So, yeah. So the concept here is to reach your goals and to stay in your goal mode, I guess that's kind of a way to put it. So, and it's more of a broad approach be, instead of, so. I'm, and let me just talk through it from my specific standpoint so that it'll make sense. So for me, my focus right now is overall well-being. I want Mm -hmm. to feel good um, mentally, physically, 
spiritually. I just want to feel good because I haven't felt good in a, a long time that, you know, I've had Hashimoto's. Well, I was diagnosed with it at 40, which was 12 years ago at this point, but who knows how long I actually had it before that. Um, so I haven't really felt good in a long time. And that has now become my goal where, you know, for most of the time it was like, well, to lose weight, but those losing weight is so limiting because it's short term. Right. So if we start looking at things as a long-term goal and developing our why, why do we want? Okay. So we start with the why, right? Why do you, in my case, why do I want to feel better? So Mm -hmm. my why is because I want to one, feel better now today and tomorrow. And I want to have a longer life. I want uh, my brain fog to clear up. And that's kind of where this started was the brain fog is really obnoxious. Um, And that, that comes from the Hashimoto's. It comes from hormones. It comes from just aging in general. So But there, yeah, stress. Yeah, absolutely. And, but there are things you can do. So, so the more of the why too is okay. You know, my husband's got, where are we at now? Nine years till he can retire. And, you know, at 62, what does life look like? And what do I want it to look like? You know, I can't control what he does, but I can hopefully encourage him to start trying to think the same way. But it's my goal really is for me, I want to feel good. And I want to feel great at 62. I want to be mobile and moving around and being comfortable in my body and just, you know, overall feeling good, because I want to be able to travel, I want to be able to have a garden, I want to, you know, be able to just do whatever I want to do, go for hikes. And, you know, these are things that are important to me. Yeah. Um, and so those are my, that's my why. So, so now my overall goal is well-being, um, to be well, to feel good. Okay. So if we say that's the overall goal, and then each day you say, Okay, my goal today is to make good decisions for my well-being. And you do that as whether you want to call an affirmation or an intention for each day. So it's front of mind. Mm -hmm. And then when you're presented with different things, choices. um, So for me, a big thing might be, oh, I want to have this chocolate. Okay. Well, if you have that chocolate, is that good for your well-being? Okay. Well, then you really break it down. You say, well, it depends on this chocolate, right? If it's milk chocolate full of sugar and gunk, no, it's not good for your well-being. If you're eating a whole candy bar, no, it's not good for your well-being. Maybe if it's some really dark chocolate that doesn't have any added sugar, there's a new brand called, it's HU. Look at it if you haven't, because it's HU. And they have all kinds of stuff for baking and and eating, but there's no sugar. The sugar is date. And so it's, it's pure cocoa and dates. It's a sweet dates. Okay. And it's really good. Um, so that's to all audience there and it's good. I've had it. It's really good. Um, but so if you make that decision to have that piece of chocolate, make sure it's the right piece of chocolate. Again, this is my story. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And so, and you know, whether it's food that I'm taking or moving my body, you know, in the morning, some, I try to walk most days or, or do yoga. Um, some mornings I get up and say, I don't feel like going for a walk. Yeah. Well, is that a good decision for me? Probably not. Or if it's not going to be a walk, what else can I do in place of that? Maybe something (laughs) more fun or different just to change it up. Okay. But do something right. So it's making those good decisions for yourself every moment. Um, and so that's kind of something I am working through right now. And it's just been a week, but I'm already finding it to be very helpful in making decisions. Um, I'm working with a nutritionist. So that's something that I've recently added in to try to make better decisions. But beyond that, it's kind of, this has been an interesting road for me, um, I've had multiple doctors in the past, functional type doctors tell me to go with a paleo diet because that's what a lot of them recommend for Hashimoto's. Mm-hmm. So this is what I've been doing, right? So in, in a paleo diet, there are no grains. There are no legumes. Yeah. Um, which is really not good for your gut. No, very, <laughs> very low fiber if you're not careful. Yeah. Yeah, low, very low fiber. Mm-hmm. And so this played into well, so interesting when working with a nutritionist, she starts trying to tell me to eat these whole grains. And I'm like, well, I can't have whole grains. Right. And she's like, well, but you came to me with the intention of fixing your gut because we've decided that to fix Hashimoto's, we have to fix your gut. To fix your gut, you have to have whole grains. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it's a total. Yeah excuse my words, but mind fuck, because it's yeah. like, wait, what do you mean? <laughs> well, right. I mean, it is, it does seem a little counterintuitive because um, there's so much involved with um, gluten intolerance. Um, eating a sandwich upsets my stomach. So I think my first go-to would be the get rid of the grains, but, um, I'm sure you're learning as you're working with the nutritionist, there's uh, more grains out there than wheat. And, you know, have you been, well, maybe I'm getting ahead of you, but how are you feeling with the exploration of these little changes every day? Is it a grind or are you finding some enjoyment in? I am finding enjoyment. Um, so one of the things she, so I, I'm not, uh, I'm not completely wheat intolerant or gluten intolerant. I, um, I'm sensitive to it. I know that, but what's interesting, it depends on the wheat, right? So uh-huh. some of the, and I'm, and I'm telling you this because of this will explain it. So what she recommends is this, the Ezekiel bread. I don't know if you're familiar with it yes, or not, but, it. Mm-hmm. and it does have wheat in it. It's sprouted wheat yes. and it's, but it's very digestible. And so, so it's been really fun to go, okay, you can have oats though. I like oatmeal. I like overnight oats. I like the oats. Um, you can have brown rice. Mm-hmm. I can have rice. I haven't been, I haven't been legally, if you will, allowed to have rice in a long time. Um, I can have quinoa. Yeah. Um, 
I can have buckwheat. I haven't played with that too much yet, but so those are things that I can, I can start adding. And so it's been fun to make overnight oats from scratch and have that for breakfast and to like, so today I made a healthy lunch for my husband and I, and we, I used the Ezekiel bread and uh, made tuna fish. So we made tuna sandwiches, which, you know, I haven't had one of those in forever. Um, and then, you know, her big thing too is vegetables and using not really lettuce, but doing like a vegetable mixed melody, medley, medley, not melody. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a, it's a melody of vegetables. So yeah, so I'm getting these bags now that have, I don't even know what's all in it, broccoli and kale and carrot and I don't even know what, but it's, um, you know, they're shredded Mm -hmm. that you can, so, so it's a healthy vegetable salad versus a lettuce salad, which to me is so much more interesting because lettuce is so freaking boring. It really is. Yeah. And that's the the thing. And if you're not willing to um, play around and be brave and experimental, it can be real boring. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, like, so, well, I'm unsatisfied. What can I grab? Yeah. Well, and that's been my problem forever, just not being satisfied. So you eat the lettuce salad and then I'm like, okay, now I want chips and I want this and can I have, you know, some chocolate and okay, well, trying to fulfill whatever the need is. So mm-hmm. Anyway, it's been fun this week playing with items and um, discovering what my body likes and what it doesn't like. Apparently, any kind of pepper is no bueno. <laughs> it, it sends it back to me. <laughs> Great. So yeah. so let's talk about this a little bit, too. So this is the kind of the other part of this that was interesting after the nutritionist came on um, and telling me that you need to add these whole grains in. And beans, which was interesting too. I didn't know, and maybe you knew, I don't know. I didn't know this, that I've always thought that beans were legumes mm-hmm. and I've always been told not to eat legumes. Mm-hmm. Well, well, that's not necessarily true. Some beans are not legumes. So right. those are the things that are good for you to eat. So black beans are are one of those. So um, mixing black beans has been fun to add back in. But so started I get the the menus from her and then I'm kind of like okay if you say so I'll try it yeah and then then I went in for my first colonoscopy and endoscopy and came back with lots of interesting information that um I'll know more on Wednesday what's going to happen next but one of the things that I discovered is probably going to require surgery I'm guessing who knows how long I've had it um it's called a diaphragmatic hernia um, which basically I have a hole in my diaphragm. Yeah. I, the first, you're the first adult that I've heard of this happening. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I don't know of any babies either, but I do know it's, it's something a child is born with and it is right. life-threatening. Life-threatening. Yeah. Yeah. And who knows how long I've had this? I, I mean, I, was I born with it? And it just went undetected and it was just a tiny little hole. And then I don't know. I mean, otherwise it would some sort of trauma and I can't think of any trauma that I've had. Like a physical trauma, physical trauma that Mm -hmm. would have affected my diaphragm. I mean, I would would, be a pretty big blow. One would think. 
I mean, unless it was the being hit by a car when I was seven, but that means I've been living with this thing forever and ever. So I don't know, yeah. but it'll be interesting to see what they say. So and more on that later in the week. Um, but the other thing that came out was that I have gastritis and basically that means my stomach hates me. And that is probably where the Hashis comes from. Um, and so they came back and said, Hey, you need a high fiber diet. Mm-hmm. Okay. So again, what do you do? I mean, what do you do with these things that doctors tell you that aren't formulated for you? Cause it's a broad scope kind of thing. Hey, eat paleo. Well, okay. Apparently that wasn't the right thing for me. And I've been doing it for a year off and on for 10 years. Yeah, at this point. That was um, unfortunate. I know I was you know, following you along on that journey and it is unfortunate that you probably put yourself through more physical stress and financial. I know it wasn't cheap. Oh, geez. Yeah, no. Um, just to get here. And, but I really like that you have taken this information and I'm sure it must be scary and uh, new, new territory. You're completely rethinking. Um, but what I'm hearing you say is you're not going to just let it rule your destiny. You're not going to medicate. You're not going to just like, well, that's the way it is. And blah, blah, blah. You're taking charge. You've got a nutritionist. Mm-hmm. You're, you're being brave, experimenting, um, and putting aside that past misinformation or yeah, spirit experimental, whatever didn't work for you. No, um, no. And it was expensive and you're right. And that's, you know, but whatever I, you can't, this is something I talk about with some people too, about regrets and you just really can't have them. No, you know, you, you just have to go, okay, it was an experiment. I tried. It sucks that I spent thousands of dollars on something that wasn't successful, but do you give up? I mean, you pivot, you pivot and you pivot hard and you let it go. You do. And you have to be your own advocate all of the time, always, Mm -hmm. because nobody else is going to do it for you. So yeah. Yeah. There's a reason why they say, listen to your gut. <laughs> Literally. Right. I mean, like your life I, center, it's your force, you know, whether like, physical yeah. intuition, um, it's where it all comes from. Yeah. Um, and I, and I think I, the whole, I, I put off the colonoscopy thing. I've had a couple doctors in the past from even in as early as my twenties recommend one to try to see why I had gas so bad or why I would get so bloated. And I was just like, eh, meh, meh. Yeah. But nobody like forced the subject. Right. And so I wish now that I would have, because yeah. maybe, maybe I would be so much further ahead in, in this game, but it's not much you can do with could have, could have, should have, would have, right. You just go forward. Well, it's so hard to tell. Um, I know I was talking to someone not long ago, we were talking about, um, diagnostic procedures and they do generate money for the medical community and a lot of times they're not necessary sure it's you know it's what drives up the cost of insurance um yeah did I really need that and it really 
boils back down to what you said, being your own advocate and listening. There was probably a nugget in you years ago that was resisting this colonoscopy. Like, I don't know, maybe I should, but... Yeah, I just think I blew it off. I'm like, mm, a procedure. Oh, eh. It's terrible. <laughs> right. I mean, and normally they don't recommend it till after 50 anyway. So right. and it, it wasn't fun. Don't get me wrong. But oh, I'm God. now glad it, initially I was like, I'm never going to do this again because the two days of prep wasn't fun. But um, starving yourself for two days is not the easiest thing to do. But, but that anesthesia um, is pretty awesome. <laughs> Uh, you know, so that was my first time going under and I was really? more freaked out about that than anything else. Um, but you're just gone. It's like, you don't even know you're by and then you wake up and you had, I had a really interesting dream and I can't remember what it was, but I was like, Oh wait, that was interesting. Come back. <laughs> so I just woke up out of the middle of the dream. I'm like, wait. Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. But, well. So I encourage people at this age, right? Go get the colonoscopy, get the endoscopy, especially if you've got any sort of anything going on. If you've got reflux, if you've got heartburn, if you've got stomach issues, definitely go do it. Absolutely. And, and I'm there with you right now too, figuring out some mysteries and trying to determine um, between intuition and common sense you know what I mean like and that's that's hard it's hard because is it my intuition or am I just being a brat and not wanting to do it or but um yeah let's talk a little bit more about this um process of prioritizing first your why Mm-hmm. your your ultimate goal and then the steps you take um let's talk a bit more about that process and why it's important to to have these daily um affirmations as you said or steps to take reminders yeah right yeah so i mean i think it can really be applied to any anything that you are trying to grow and develop into anything that takes multiple steps and needs conscious thought constantly and daily to, to get you moving forward. So, I mean, I think we can talk about it maybe. And and you were saying applying it to your business and the way that you're trying to expand your, your life and work. So again, you figure out your why, what, whatever it is that you want to change in your life, why do you want this? Because that's going to be your North star truly. I mean, it's going to be your guiding light. It's what's going to keep you on track because you need to always be able to reference back to that, whatever your why is. Um, so you stay, you start with the why and then you say, okay, here's the goal. And then each day gets an intention or a mini goal or whatever you want to call it, a step an affirmation, however, whatever you want it to be. It's a reminder truly is what it is. Your reminder to stay on track, to reach the goal. Um, And then, and then it's, it's making decisions in the, in your day that go along with that intention reminder so that you are on track to reach your goal. Yeah. Um, I think it's, so that's, I mean, it can be applied to anything. So let's talk about it, Bonnie, maybe a little bit from, 
running a small business and operating your life into the next um, chapter, if you will. Yeah, what, how does it kind of work for you? It's it's or something I just started working on. Um, you and I, you coached me um, two or three weekends ago about this. How, it, for one thing, if you break down a goal into smaller chunks, it's easier to um, complete it, the Absolutely. task. But it's um, for me, it's been more also the health. I have mm-hmm. a small child now that I'm raising. I need and want to be a healthy elderly person I did mm-hmm. get bored. we were just at the airport and watching the what looked so painful some of these elderly people shuffling their way at a sloth pace and each step looked so painful and I remember oh, yeah. going oh my god I don't want that for myself yeah yeah they make I, I don't know um but yeah it, it, for me it's a little bit of it's been working for me for my business to say this is the end goal and my why is because I want a healthy prosperous income I in I love coaching I know it's what I want to do um how do I get there and for me it, you had coached me through um, too much on my to-do plate, my to-do mm-hmm. list and how it was just overwhelming. Yeah. Um, and how I wasn't really living in the moment. That was mm-hmm. the big thing for me, not living right. in the moment, not even taking care of myself in the day-to-day routines, Right. not listening to my body, not ha- finding any joy, not having any fun, not meal prepping all the things because I was like well shit I've got so much to do for this business I don't have time and then you end up paralyzed basically right totally paralyzed feeling unhealthy um eating junk food all the things and so one thing we talked about was for me looking at um this is what I'm doing for today does it Mm -hmm. contribute to the ultimate goal. And so for me, it's been just living in the moment, mm-hmm. but also reflecting on how it's building. Does that make sense? Right. So I, I know I can build on it more as you're telling your um, theory here, but that's kind of where I'm, I'm at. Yeah. So, I mean, I think what we kind of, what we talked about with you there was, I think the, the moniker was, uh, live for today, plan for tomorrow. Yeah. So it's making sure that you're living for living in the moment mm-hmm. and finding some joy, having some fun, you know, both for yourself and for you and little man. Um, but also keeping in mind what you want for the future. Mm-hmm. So you're not just showing up and saying, Oh, oops. <laughs> Yeah, you know, we're we're a year down the road, and oopsie, I didn't make the plans that I needed to make to exactly. be able to run to run today. Exactly, um, exactly. Um, yeah. yeah, sitting idle, worried about ten years from now, versus getting off my butt <laughs> and living for the moment. Um, yeah. Yeah. So they may be two um, two sides of the same story or the same concept that we're talking about. 
Um, kind of. I mean, it's it's working. It's in the end, it's having a goal and working toward that goal. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I think more specifically, like if we broke down for you, your health piece or just the business piece that would apply more specifically than trying to apply it to whole life in general. But, um, but I know you're kind of in the same situation with the health is that you, you need to be around at least 18 years and in good situation to be able to raise your grandson. Um, Yeah. And so what what do you (laughs) No, but I mean, it doesn't need to look like or feel like pressure. I mean, it just needs to be, what am I doing for myself? What am I doing to feel good? What am I doing for my health and trying to stay on track and and make better decisions? Yeah. Um, um, So yeah, there's that. I, I think something that really struck me was as I'm doing this studying with the positive psychology, um, the concept of pleasure. Cause I get, I follow to this a lot and like that immediate gratification, gratification, the immediate pleasure principle, right? I want this piece of chocolate. I want this glass of wine. Um, and I know that if for me at this point, if I drink wine, I'm going to have acid reflux from hell and I'm not going to be able to sleep and I'm going to have a lump in my throat and it's just going to be bad. Yeah. And so, but why, so why in the hell would I ever choose to have a glass of wine? <laughs> yeah. But, but, but why would I, but there are times that I do because yeah. I'm in a social situation and everybody else is drinking wine and I want a glass of wine too, or, Hey, we have an opportunity to do a wine tasting. Who wants to pass that up? But really, am I making a good decision for myself? I'm not. Yeah. That's an in the moment pleasure principle, right? That as soon as that moment passes, all happiness is gone. All enjoyment is gone. All it's gone. Right. And it's not helping the greater good of me yeah for you yeah it's not to say that someone else could not have that experience right Um, Right. no absolutely have to really tune out the chatter of others opinions yep tune in to what is good for you yeah um and what you ultimately want yeah, it's the and, it's that longer goal yeah, versus that in the moment. It is, you know, it it is sometimes it's like, well, damn. I mean, we went to a, a taco festival yesterday and I had these spicy, sal- salty micheladas. I mean, mm-hmm. micheladas with the yep. beer, the tomato juice and beer, yeah. Tomato juice and the spices and Oh, they were so good. But yeah, between those and my allergies, I'm like a puffer fish today. (laughs) It's like, yeah, yeah. well, that was fun. (laughs) For the moment. Damn it. Why did I do that? (laughs) It was, it was a great day. But yes, if I had just paused and said, hmm, what are my other options? What are my other options that I can still have a good time? But I know those are not going to be good for me. No, I was like, hey, yeah, I'll have a second one. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. And you know? in the moment, it's fun. And then yeah. the re- regrets lay in later. Right. And so, yeah. but yeah. And so, I mean, 
now we talked we had a, another show where we talked about alcohol and how to cut back and make better decisions in regards to alcohol yeah. so something i've switched to and so in those cases at least i have i'm drinking something i'm yeah. not just going can i have some water but so i end up doing uh topo chico and oh, then yeah. with, on ice with a bunch of limes uh-huh. so i feel like i'm it feels like a treat because it's like you know, it's like Sprite, but without any sugar or any fake sugar or anything. Topo Chico <laughs> is like secret magic sauce. If you're trying to get off the sauce, you can yeah. put yeah. stuff in it. You can even salt the rim of your glass and it, whatever. It's yeah. like the texture of it or something. It's just really, it's, I mean, it's I great for you're welcome off Topo Chico. Yeah, right. Topo Chico. Yeah, really. Add, can we have some money, please? No, exactly. That was a cool ad. Right. <laughs> but it works in place of soda. Yeah. And it works in place of alcohol. So it's it's mm-hmm. both. I mean, it, you know, it can it take the place of both and still be satisfying. So. Yeah. But that's the key. Um, having some fun with experimenting. You don't want to, like you said, you don't want to go for a walk. What else can you do? You want to dance yeah. for 20 minutes? Turn on some right. music and dance. Um, yeah. Jumping jacks. Anything. You know, right. it doesn't have to be mundane. It doesn't have to be punishing. You just have to have that North Star, as you were saying, and and honor that. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, most of us get to this age and we've got some damage control to do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Money, oh, yeah. Mind and spirit. It's like, yeah, yeah we're entering the finish line here. Heck yeah. Hopefully, you know decades away but yeah it's damage control time now sisters it's it absolutely is together. yeah got to start making better decisions for ourselves if we yeah. want to you know win the race at this point you know, yeah and the truth is i mean i know you're you're coming up with a lot of this with your own experimentation your nutritionist um your intuition, but mm-hmm. also through your positive psychology studying. Um, yeah. So how does this tie into the happiness joy factor, do you think? Well, so uh, there's lots of different things here. So I'm still learning a lot of the stuff, but I think enjoyment, it ties into both enjoyment and satisfaction. Um, both are key elements to happiness. Mm-hmm. And so if you you recognize satisfaction as a job well done, so you get satisfaction out of, if you look at just each day or even each decision you make for yourself, I made the right decision for me in this moment, right? So right. that is immediate, that's a satisfactory step there or enjoyment again would be the same because it's a multiplying pleasure. Um, so um, it's taking instead of that immediate pleasure principle and turning it into something that's satisfying. So you see how they kind yeah. of tie together. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it does to that, but for both of those elements. And then of course, there's the, the other piece of the uh, movement of the body. That's also another principle that falls into the happiness principle. Um, so being active. Um, I mean, those are two of the big things that kind of tie in for me with the health piece of this for, for wellness. Um, and I think just an overall 
thing with happiness is that there has to be there is work involved in happiness and there yeah. is sometimes it's painstaking mm-hmm. um because happiness is not a moment it's a journey yeah. and so the idea is um and this a good way to state it is that hap- being how do I want to say it right so the act of being happy is you you can't achieve happy what you can achieve is being happier does that make sense so uh, it does I don't think you ever get to a finish line with happy and go I am happy so no. happier, right? Happier than an is an hour this. ago than a week ago. Yeah. Then yeah, right. So it's a continual journey. Yeah, that we have to be on instead of chasing. I will be happy when. Yeah, because, I love that. So when when comes, and then when is pleasure? It's that moment, right? And then yeah. it's gone. I'm so guilty of that. Uh, yeah. Things will be better when. I move back yeah. to the cabin. Things will be better when I lose 20 pounds. Things will be better when blah, blah, blah. And then like right. we said earlier, a year goes by. I'm still waiting for that when. Yeah. <laughs> or even if the one comes, but then you kind of go, okay, yeah. next. Next. Yeah. We are humans. And that is definitely a human characteristic a trait it's yeah we always are grasping for that next golden ring yeah but so far what i'm seeing of the happiness journey is it involves working in your character strengths and living there so it's being very in tune with who you are um and who you want to be so that's a big piece of it it's gratitude it's um some of those are the two big things and then really finding enjoyment over pleasure working towards satisfaction so it's not just in the moment it's work to get there um and some of the things that are that are interesting that are so true but i think we get lost in this is that happiness is not without unhappiness right is that so so some of it is chasing here a little bit but that's just part of this so like uh, this is an example so happiness will come you will okay let's go with satisfaction that's a good one so you will feel satisfied when for me, well, let's use me as an example. I'll feel satisfied when I finish my positive psychology practitioner program. Going through it, it's not always happy because it's work, right? I'm giving up time to do other things to go through this program. And so there's a little bit of unhappiness to get me to happiness, to get me to satisfaction. So they go together right? As part of the journey. So Mm -hmm. you can't, you can't just go, well, happy, there's happiness and I can't have any unhappiness and be happy. It's not true. They work together. Yeah. 
yeah, there's going to be some resistance. There's going to be some struggle along the way because that's just normal because you are working for something. It's the same, you know, if your goal is to be more physically fit and you've Mm -hmm. done nothing but sit on the couch for 10 years, a very sedentary life, those first few walks around the block are going to hurt. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and you got to work. You got to work up to it. You might not want to do it again tomorrow because that hurt. But right. the ultimate goal, yeah, is that yeah. satisfaction. That if you could just remember the pride in the and the sense of achievement. Think back of something you've accomplished, and you can go, mm-hmm. man, that was hard. But dang, look at me now. You know, right. you reflect back on that. I think we all have something like that in our absolutely i know we do something you worked hard for and you got there and you're like heck yeah i did that that. i kicked some ass on that yeah you can do it again yeah absolutely yeah yep never too late never too late yeah never too late so i guess to to kind of just wrap up today Mm-hmm. let's just kind of go back over it again one more time yes, so let's people do that. can figure out how maybe to to put take, it into their life yeah take so, some notes out there yeah yes yeah. stuff <laughs> okay so you set the goal this is what i want for myself and then when you say that though you have to have a why so now we need to figure out what the why is why do i want this for myself because yeah. that why is going to be the north star and you have to have the north star to keep you focused so there's the north star I have my ultimate goal. And then day by day, you're going to live within that goal. So I've set my goal. Here's my um, affirmation, my mini goal, whatever it is for the day, whatever you want to call it. So, and then you'll repeat to yourself every day, every morning when you get up, I'm making this, these good decisions for myself because... And then each time, each moment, each decision that's presented to you during the day, you say, hmm, does that apply back to the affirmation I made for myself this morning until the ultimate goal? Mm -hmm. And so if you keep that in your mind constantly, it will constantly be front of mind and you will constantly be presented with better choices for yourself or alternative yeah. choices you can make for yourself. And, you know, there may be times that you choose to eat the cake and that's okay too, because there, there's that little bit of balance that you need to have to, you do. You do. Um, to give yourself an allowance. Right. And then, and that's okay. As long as you go right back to it, yes. don't let it derail you without derailing, without shame, without yeah. punishment, just yeah. back in the saddle, girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I want to know here, as you you might be out there listening, thinking, you know, this is this is hard, and how do I hold myself accountable? Um, the beautiful thing about what Ramy and I do for a living as life coaches is this is this is definitely in our wheelhouse as we coach people. Yeah, absolutely. Helping you to set goals, to understand your why, to prioritize your health and well being. Um, to hold you accountable. Accountability is huge. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to hold yourself accountable as you're creating new habits. So if this feels like something you want to do for yourself, 
whether it's a business goal, a health goal, or whatever it is, and you've struggled, reach out to a coach, either Ramey or myself or someone else. We, we've got, you know, tons of places we could point to. Anyway, the point is you do not have to do this alone. Find an accountability buddy, someone who wants to go through the journey with you, but don't, don't try to do it alone. It's big. It's big. And then you're going to be much more successful if you have a tribe of people around you helping you to reach your goal. Definitely. And there we go back to the, the whole tribe and building the community. Doesn't it always just come right back to that? It it (laughs) truly, truly, truly does. Yeah. 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 Get yourself a tribe, get yourself a tribe. And it's not always necessarily the easiest thing to do, but start Mm. with, you know, if you don't have that group of friends that are on that same page with you, you can start with a coach because it just takes one person to get you started. Yep, absolutely. And it'll build and it'll snowball. It's really amazing once that starts happening. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this has been really helpful for me, actually. Um, I was starting that journey, but now you've helped me build on it and uh, to really get clarity on what that why is. Yep. Yep. To start formulating those daily goals. And um, steps. I think that's it. To stick, you got to keep reminding yourself, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? And make, stick with making the good decisions. And I don't remember if I said this at this point, but I actually checked in with my nutritionist before we came on because I wanted to know how she stuck with it. Yeah. It was just fascinating that how she related was exactly where I ended up with what we talked about today. Uh It was exactly. Where yeah. She said, uh, yep, my why is because my family had cancer in it and they, you know, they got cancer because of bad decisions. So she actually went through this exactly with what the conclusion that I came up with. And she really sticks with it every day yeah. and every moment. So, but she does give herself, she says on Sundays, they don't cook. And so they get to have a cheat day. That's awesome. Yeah. And that's another point to make as we roll out the door here. Um as you're building your tribe or trying to find some sort of mentor, whether it's a, a, a coach or, or whatever, just find someone who's a few steps ahead of you. Yeah. You know, what have they figured out already and, and try to emulate that. You don't yeah. have to do this alone. I'm just going to say that again. Yeah. Right. <laughs> We're well, here for you. <laughs> I'm going to go find some Claritin and <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right. On vacation, but I'm going to try to make some good choices. My daughter's an amazing cook and I, I know she'll feed me well. So <laughs> good stuff. All right, listeners. Thank you for hanging out with us today. And again, we are still looking for ladies to join us in a conversation. So come on, don't be afraid. It's just talking with girls over coffee, over wine or whatever, just getting to know each other and sharing our stories and um, just hanging out. Okay. So reach out at conversations on life, work, and love at gmail.com. And I can't believe after all this time, I still have to slow down to remember how to say that. I I do too. Every time I'm like, okay, do I get the words in the right order? Yes. (laughs) Okay. Until next week, go out there and make good, positive, healthy choices for yourself today. We will talk to you again soon. Join us every Thursday for more conversations on life, work, and love. 
And when you're ready to find your own voice and your own path towards a well-lived life, we'd love to be your coaches. Reach out to us through our websites. You'll find me, Ramey, at renovatedrealities.com. And you'll find me, Bonnie, at bonnieblackstone.com. Thanks for hanging out with us. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to review, rate, and follow us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.